Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money-saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Greg Amsinger, lead anchor for MLB Network, a product of the Lindenwood University, a native of St. Louis. He's standing by on the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line, and we got to find out, first of all, if Greg Amsinger is locked in on the World Cup. Greg, how you doing? Uh, no, I'm great. I'm a bit befuddled at the moment. Yes, I am locked in the World Cup. Lost my voice the other day. Sorry. Lost my voice the other day screaming for Team USA. i got to get that back. <laughs> by Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> Because the winter meetings are, are going to be taking place. Oh, that's right. So listen to listen to where I'll be watching uh, the World Cup Saturday morning. Listen to where I'll be watching. I've got my best golf at, golf outfit on Saturday morning. Get ready, Tory Pines. I'll be teeing off at nine a.m. out west. We'll all be watching with a little breakfast burrito in the morning uh, in San Diego, playing Tory Pines on Saturday, my friends. I know you're jealous of me for that. Totally jealous, but so <laughs> proud of you. I'm living vicariously through Greg Amzinger. It's, it's 25 <laughs> degrees in St. Louis, Greg. It's terrible. It's like 30 here in New Jersey. It's, it's going to get the 41 sunny 15 mile an hour winds. Why do I know that? Because I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. What, what is wrong with me? Hey, Greg, you talked about the winter meetings. Um, my question for you, is there going to be any surprise free agent signings or trades that we don't see coming? Yeah. I mean, for everything I'm hearing, there is a, a lot of excitement to get back to the way things used to be. We haven't had the winter meetings since 2019. So having everybody in one facility and everyone can like meet face-to-face and not just through Zoom, uh, they're going to have their suites, they're going to be entrenched, they're going to be ready to rock with their staffs. They want to get some stuff done that want to make their teams better. So, yeah, I, I think – I would not be surprised if Aaron Judge ends it at the winter meetings in San Diego. I, I, I foresee, just knowing Aaron the way I do, I, 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 he saw the big press conference at the winter meetings when the, the Yankees acquired Giancarlo Stanton, how big of a deal that was at the winter meetings years ago. I, I think he would like to have a big press conference and make it a big deal at that marquee event, which I still think is one of the most overlooked sports events in North America. You can go to the winter meetings, go, because uh, you're just rubbing elbows with everybody. I mean, you'll eventually run into Greg Amsinger at the bar. Yeah. That's always a good time. So you should go to the winter meetings. <laughs> Greg, on this very program, you have expressed confidence that the Cardinals would have Trey Turner on their opening day roster. Does that confidence still exist? Yes. This is a game of chicken. And everyone's sitting back knowing that Dave Dombrowski needs to get a shortstop. So the Philadelphia Phillies are up first, and everyone wants to see what's going to happen there. Usually the team that has the glaring need is the team that doesn't get the, the marquee position player that is clearly there's a void in their roster. What do I mean by that? The, the Mets a couple of years ago clearly needed a catcher. So JT Realmuto used that as much as he could during leverage and bargaining, and he didn't strike a deal. They went with James McCann. They went with Plan B. You go back years in free agency, and you'll see examples just like that. 
I think Dave Dombrowski goes with the safe hand. That's a guy at the same age, basically, of Trey Turner. And it's someone that he gave a deal to before when he's with the Red Sox. I think Xander Bogarts goes to the Philadelphia Phillies. It's not going to be as much money as Trey Turner. And that's going to leave Trey sitting out there. And will the Yankees pounce? I know they've got two young shortstops they're excited about, but they're the New York Yankees. Will the Cardinals sit back and let this type of talent sign elsewhere? You can't just go, ah, we're good. Mason Wynn's going to be a good show. Okay, fine. Let him play shortstop. But this is a unique talent. He can play second base. He can play center field. And Trey Turner gives you flexibility, which adds an immense value. His, his body has been exactly the same since he was drafted, brought up to the big leagues, starred and played in a World Series with a broken finger with the Washington Nationals. He looks the same. He slides the same. His swing is the same. He is a safe bet to go get. And I just think you have to start looking in the post-Paul Goldschmidt era. It, 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 he's next in line. We talked about Yachty when, when those days come to an end, and Wayno, and this will be his last year, and now you got to start talking about Paul Goldschmidt, who's in his mid-30s. I know he just won an MVP, but to think he's going to pull a Tom Brady, you're fooling yourself. So you got to have that next superstar to be the wingman for Nolan Arenado. I think Trey Turner's it. They're going to lay in the weeds and say catching's our number one priority. Uh, we're going to want a left-handed bat. We might add a piece to the bullpen. But the longer Trey Turner sits out there, I just don't see the Cardinals overlooking this premier player. Not just shortstop player to let him pass I think it'd be a gigantic mistake Greg with Molina and Pujols gone and the imminent departure of Adam Wainwright after this season who is going to be the face of the franchise for the Cardinals Nolan Arenado is the face of the franchise I mean when I interviewed him on the night of the MVP show and I said look I'm always a fan of things I'll never see again Uh, baseball always gives you a moment that you'll you say to yourself, I don't think I'll ever see that again. And what I meant by that while we were interviewing Nolan Arenado is we will never see a player lead his league in war and be a finalist for most valuable player and not opt out of a contract. We'll never see that again. And I asked Nolan, why did you not opt out? And his first and the first part of his answer, which, Randy, I know you watched the show, mm-hmm. he goes, I love St. Louis. And, and let me tell you something. That matters more than playing like a Hall of Famer in St. Louis. Nolan Arnauto fell in love. It's the perfect fit for him. Not only does the organization want to win as much as he does, every single fan in the ballpark wants to win as much as he does. Every single fan that comes up to him at Deerberg's, <laughs> I haven't said that name in a while. <laughs> well done. And Deerberg wants to win as much as he does. So he is the face. He embodies all of the instincts that y- Yadier Molina and Albert Pools have and had. He's that guy now. So Nolan Arnauto, to me, is the face of the Cardinals. Hey, Greg, uh, if you were the Cardinals and you were looking for a catcher, which one of these three would you would you prefer? Would it be Wilson Contreras, uh, Danny, Danny Jansen, or Sean Murphy? And why? Ooh, that's a really good question. You know, I've been diving into this. Tito's the most overlooked catcher in baseball, and he's been the most overlooked catcher for the last five years. Omar Narvaez, N-A-R-V-A-E-Z, kids. Just go ahead and Google baseball reference. Omar Narvaez. Left-handed bat, which I know the Cardinals are in search for. Great hitter for a catcher. And defensively, I mean, the Milwaukee Brewers' top three of their rotation, which is one of the best in baseball, they all love throwing to him. 
He's been he's been a guy they want behind the plate. Omar Narvaez does not get enough love. He's an offensive force at times that, let me tell you, if he's hitting seventh or eighth in your lineup, you've got a good lineup. I think Omar Narvaez kicked the tires. Cardinals looking for a left-handed bat. You're looking for a catcher. You can blend the two together with this guy. Um, I would strongly consider him. If you're not going to go that route, and, and obviously the way scouts view these three that you just mentioned, they're the top three available. Sean Murphy is going to be a perennial all-star. You're going to have to give a lot of talent to the Oakland A's to get him. Uh, Will Scutreras, I mean, think about this for a second. When was the last time we saw a free agent who entered free agency as a catcher? And, and that's all the only position they played, by the way, catcher. And their 162 average is 28 home runs and over 90 RBIs. Who, who has had that? Mike Piazza, maybe? I mean, it's crazy what Wilson Contreras has been able to do, but you're going to have to pay a ton of money to get Wilson Contreras. So do you want to do that? Do you want to pay a lot of young talent to get Murphy? Do you want to pay a lot of money to get Wilson Contreras? If you're going to pay a lot of money, why not slide all that over to the shortstop position and have a star up the middle for years to come to go along with Goldie and Arenado? That makes more sense to me. I think you could go cheap here. I'm not kidding. I, I, I could go off the radar. If I go all in and put all my chips with Trey Turner, I'm cool with Austin Hedges, who's a gold glove caliber catcher behind the plate. You're not really looking for offense. You've got Trey Turner, you got Nolan Arnato, you got Paul Goldschmidt, you got Tyler O'Neill, you got Dylan Carlson. I'm, I think you're okay, right? Yeah. You go Austin Edges or Jorge Alfaro, guys that are behind the plate that are rock steady. So I, to me, the catching position should be plan B because you've got so many options and so many different price points and experience levels. So that's just me. And John Mozeliak, who I'll probably run into at the winter meetings this weekend, will give me his opinion on all my spouting off on your show. <laughs> so I can't wait for that. Hey, Greg, one last baseball thing. On Sunday, a Hall of Fame committee will vote to determine the Hall of Fame fates of Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, along with uh, the crime dog Fred McGriff, Don Mattingly, Albert Bell, Kurt Schilling, Rafael Palmero, and Dale Murphy. Do any of those eight get voted into the Hall of Fame this weekend? I think two do. And I wish there were three. Um, Fred McGriff, I believe, will get voted in. Sure. I don't know any information that you don't know, but I, I'm just telling you my instincts here. Fred mm-hmm. McGriff and Dale Murphy. Uh, if I had it my way, Don Mattingly would also be elected into the Hall of Fame. The reason I say that is this. The resumes for Hall of Famers will get smaller and smaller as we go forward. Careers aren't going to last as long. And as you look down the road and you realize that a Hall of Famer will in 15 or 20 years have a resume that looks eerily similar to Don Mattingly's. (laughs) Okay. Why not get ahead of it and recognize that Don Mattingly of the three players I just mentioned, by the way, McGriff, Dale Murphy, and Don Mattingly, Don Mattingly had fame on his side. He was the most famous of all three of those guys. And he was must see TV back in the day where there wasn't cable everywhere in every household. You couldn't wait to see what he would do with the bases loaded all those grand slams in one year. Uh, I believe those are three Hall of Fame players. When Dale Murphy can say that I was the best player in a league for six or seven years, that, that to me, that's a Hall of Famer. You're a center fielder hitting almost 50 homers. I mean, if, if the Andre Dawson 1987 season didn't happen, we're looking at one of the great center field seasons of all time from Dale Murphy. And then Fred McGriff is just the definition of consistency. The OPS, the on-base, the slug, he had everything. Um, he just didn't have the big personality that if he acted like Joe Carter, he'd be in the Hall of Fame already. 
Joe Carter didn't have the career mm-hmm. Fred McGriff had, the consistency, but people just took him for granted. So I really think McGriff is definitely a lock to me to get in, but I'm really hoping Murphy and Mattingly also get their name called. Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned those two together because for a six-year period, 1984 through 1989, Mattingly was the best guy in the American League. And at that same time, Murphy was one of, if not the best guys in the National League. Obviously, Mike Schmidt was there at that time, too. But certainly winning two MVPs and you don't get credit in baseball for being a good guy, but one of the really great people in the history of the game in our lifetime, Greg. I remember Joe Torre telling me that on the day that Dale Murphy retired, he sent Joe Torre a handwritten note thanking Joe for helping him through his career. How many baseball, great baseball players are doing that? Sending a handwritten note to a coach or manager saying, hey, thank you for being such a big part of my career. I love that. And you know what? You just brought up a good point. If you're on the fence for a Hall of Fame you know, legacy, if you could talk your way out of it like Kurt Schilling did, why can't you talk your way into it? If you're a guy with a resume that's teeter-tottering and we just don't know, what's wrong with your life and the way you've been and how you treated people pushing you and nudging you over the top? I'm cool with that. Me too. Right? Yeah, good like thought. Jim Cott was a, is one of the great people I've ever met in my life. That should add merit to his resume and push him over the top. So, yes, Dale Murphy, and look, by the way, Don Mattingly, awesome, awesome guy. I mean, I love hanging out with him in the winter meetings every time I see him. You know, Evansville, Indiana, he still lives there, just a salt-of-the-earth human being. If, they, if you could hurt yourself with the things you do off the field and the things you say and the way you act, why can't you help yourself? And get your your maybe that can nudge him into into Cooperstown. Fingers crossed. Like that idea. Are you going to uh, carry? Hey, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, my, mine's a golf question. Well, I was going to ask you. Yeah. I, I think uh, Greg over Thanksgiving break, Randy forgot to do his homework assignment per oh, usual, no. and did not get his hype video oh, message yeah. to you. I didn't send you my. <laughs> okay, that's got to happen. That's gonna yeah. Happen. I mean, uh, uh, and, and and don't put me on the spot and ask. Don't ask me to ad lib it right now. Oh no, no, no! Like oh, he didn't spot. do it. I, I Don't did worry not. About it, this he is, didn't do uh, it. I actually thought about it. <laughs> In, in one of those moments where it was like all about Randy, I said, you know, I got to make this, I, I got to get Greg this script of how great I am so that he can read it on the air. And I did screw up. Are you back from yeah, San you know, Diego next Thursday or are you still in San Diego? Where are you next Thursday? Uh, I'll be flying back. Okay. Yes. So there's not a getaway so show. Maybe we'll uh, do Friday. Can we okay, do Friday? Yeah. We, we, yeah. You know, why don't you put it out there to your, 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 your listeners? Which day would they like to hang out with Greg and Randy and Carrie on the radio? And then let oh. them make the decision. And then, you know, let's get interactive <laughs> with it a little bit. We, we should actually do it during the meetings, right? So, like, Wednesday should be the, right? When the meetings yeah, are still I mean, going whatever, on. Right? We can do Wednesday. I mean, I might be playing golf. I might have Sean Casey and Cameron Maven sitting in a golf cart with me while I do it. But I don't care. We'll you, do you're you going to be playing golf at 530 in the morning, brother. You don't think so? <laughs> I, don't I was going to ask you, are you going to hit a simulator today or tomorrow before you make the trek to San Diego? You're going to get you that swing what? completely about, grooved. So about three years ago, I realized that going to the range wakes up muscle memory, right? Gets mm-hmm. you loose, it, it, it reminds me how bad I am. So I stopped going <laughs> to the range. So my first swing is always on the first tee because I can hit an accidental good shot and go, oh, well, maybe a, a good player's in there today. And I don't want to remind myself how bad I am. 
That gives me no confidence going into a round. Have, have a great time in San Diego, and we'll set it up with you at a time that you are not on a golf course, but not at five thirty in the morning West Coast time either. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Whatever for you, guys, whatever you guys want, man. I'm here for you, and I'll, e- for you. I'll email you that script so that we can uh, we can get that taken care of. Doubtful, Randy. That is doubtful. <laughs> Have a great day, my man. You're the best. Take care, guys. See you later. That is the great Greg Amzinger on 101 ESPN. He's awesome. He is amazing. When it comes to sports, you can't beat live. Vivid Seats has tickets to all of your favorite teams at great prices and all with a 100% buyer guarantee. Visit vividseats.com or download the app and use 10 sports for $10 off your first $100 purchase. Let me guess. Unknown caller, you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.